You're listening to Deadbeat Daddy Podcast. Welcome back, Deadbeat Daddies. Happy Friday. Can I just say that holy fucking shit, the amount of you that are reaching out to me is really hard to keep up with. I need you all to be patient with me, please. I'm working to get back to each and every one of you that needs help, and I promise I will get back to all of you. In the meantime, I have been telling everyone to please, 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 please use the link in my bios to schedule time to speak with me. I really want to help, so take advantage of the time I'm providing. Introducing the hottest plug in town, your ultimate weed distributor. Unleash the green goddess within. Ready to elevate your cannabis game? Plug turns your toking dreams into reality. With unparalleled selections, dive into top shelf strains, edibles, and concentrates that leave you craving more. Ignite passion with Plug's premium products for any occasion. Puff Puff past the savings, hot deals and surprises await. Discreet delivery ensures your secrets safe with us. Join the Plug experience for the ultimate cannabis journey. Visit thepluggedelivery.com, use code DEADBEATDADDY, and light up your life with Plug. Warning, consume responsibly, your safety matters to us. Now, as a small disclaimer, so please don't fuck around and be late to any of our meetings or show up fucked up. I'll end the consultation immediately at that point. And again, I am not a lawyer or attorney, so nothing I advise should be taken as legal advice. I am a dad coach and I provide insight, resources, and assistance. I have to say this because there's a lot of people that are misconstruing things and I just want to be clear. All right, let's get started with today's episode. I woke up feeling hostile towards these baby mamas today and boy I knew something was in the air because I got into it with a she demon on my tiktok who came and said a whole bunch of crazy stuff and I will leave that up there for you guys to go and see but the reality is that I got up in my feelings this past week and the reason why is because I was looking back at pictures from when I was in Greece over the summer I have to say If any of you have the ability to take that trip and go to Greece, go to Athens. It's gorgeous. But we were there this past summer and we did not have my stepson in any of those memories because obviously high conflict baby mama did not let him come with us. It was really truly heartbreaking. And I still try to think from all of these baby mamas point of view, but I can't. I just don't fucking get it. I don't get baby mamas. Y'all are the only bitches that can start an argument with don't you love your child and somehow make dad the bad guy. It's like dads have a permanent membership to the baby mama drama club and none of you come with an instruction manual or a fucking mute button. Dads, could you imagine having a remote that allowed you to mute the fuck out of your BM? That would be the dream because these women suck. They specialize in making dads life hell. No matter how many days of your life you spend trying to figure her out, there will always be missing pieces because she's a broken ass bitch. Lately, I've been getting so many comments on TikTok about how I don't respect mothers. Y'all, let me clarify for the world to hear. I have all the respect in the world for good mothers. Let's say it together, good mothers. There is a wild difference between the two. Thank you. 
And the ones I'm talking about are in no way categorized as good mothers. Let me define a high-conflict baby mama for y'all really quickly. A high-conflict baby mama is a term that's used to describe a situation where a person who is a mother of a child, commonly referred to as a baby mama, who engages in frequent and intense conflicts, disputes, or disagreements with the father of the child and or any other involved parties. So yeah, I don't have an ounce of respect for these high conflict baby mamas. You heard it here first and I will tell this to anyone because baby mamas make co-parenting feel like co-plotting. Dad has to be on the defense every time he sees her. With the mood swings, dads never know if they're going to see their child or not. And that makes life with the BM a constant game of guess what's upset her now. The fucking highs and lows these BMs go through is worse than when they were pregnant. It's like they have this superpower and not in a good way. They can turn a simple text message into a full-blown argument in seconds. I don't get it. Why is communication? so hard for these bitches. All I can say to you is dads just hang in there. You are in for a really rough ride but I will give you some tips on how to navigate the poor communication. Communicating with a high conflict co-parent can be extremely challenging but it's crucial to prioritize the well-being of your child and maintain open lines of communication. So here are some tips to help you navigate those interactions that she creates. Number one, stay calm. I know this is the hardest for men, especially. You guys need to learn to keep your emotions in check during all of those interactions. You have to avoid reacting defensively or with anger. You do that, it's going to escalate into a conflict before you can say goodbye. So stay as calm and composed as possible. Number two, set boundaries. Clearly define boundaries for communication. This is going to possibly include specific times you guys set aside for discussing co-parenting matters. For example, you only talk to her for an hour a day or two hours a day, whatever it is that you guys set up that works for the both of you or for you, for your sanity. You don't have to worry about her as much as you need to worry about you. Next, Next, make sure that a preference for written communication is put in place. Emails or text messages. That way you can keep record of everything she says. Because when Susie decides that next Saturday when it's your day to pick up the kids that she changed her mind, you will have in writing that it was your day to pick up your kids. Number three, and this is an important one, use neutral language. Avoid language that can be interpreted as accusatory or judgmental. I know you're probably thinking, well, I don't care how she feels. I get that, but stick to the facts and focus on the child's needs and well-being. Don't talk to her about anything else. Don't engage if she's trying to talk to you about anything else. She is going to try and tell you X, Y, and Z about her life. We don't engage with BMs. Number five, when you're on a topic, stick to the issue. Stay on topic when discussing your co-parenting matters and avoid bringing up unrelated past 
conflicts or things that upset you. And if she's doing that, completely avoid engaging. Don't respond, ignore it completely, or tell her to her face that you are not going to engage in conversation aside from conversation about your child. Number six, the one you hear me talk about in every single episode, document everything. Keep records of all the communication and interactions, include dates, times and content of messages you can even go as far as if you're communicating in a parenting app log things in the journal and if the journal is something that once you've logged it you can edit don't log it in the journal log it in the text message so that way it's something that you are posting when it happens and you're documenting it immediately number seven avoid blame just focus on finding solutions rather than a blame. Even if everything is her fault, which most times it is, use I statements when you try to express your feelings and needs. Don't be accusing the other party because it's just going to create unwanted conflict for you. Number eight, another important one, parallel parenting. If co-parenting together proves to be too challenging for you, consider parallel parenting. It's an approach in which it involves minimizing direct contact and communication while still co-parenting separately. Number nine, protect your child. Always prioritize the best interests of your child. Shield them from the conflicts and avoid involving them in any of the disputes between you and the other parent. There's no reason that the child should ever be brought in the middle. I don't care how old they are. They could be 18 or 20. There's no reason for you to be bringing them into it. One person is their mom, the other person is their dad. We don't play that pull the kid in the middle and make them uncomfortable game here. Number 10, self-care. Take care of your own emotional well-being. Dealing with a high-conflict co-parent can be emotionally draining. So ensure that you have a support system in place for yourself. Also, I've been telling a lot of the dads that I've been taking meetings with, consider therapy or counseling for just yourself. You might not think you need it, but there's a lot of emotional baggage and trauma that comes with having a high-conflict baby mama, and sometimes it's easy easier to unpack those things with someone who's very qualified. They can help you work through emotional situations that you don't even realize that you're having, you're doing, you're projecting or presenting. It's really important. I highly advocate for therapy all the time. Also, go get a massage. Go to the strip club. Get laid. I don't give a fuck what it is you do for self-care. Just go do it because you need some you time as well. Look, I know that co-parenting with your child's parent feels like doing a trust fall with someone who continues to let you hit the ground, but you have to maintain a civil and respectful approach no matter how difficult it gets. Because rule number one is never start a conversation with a BM by saying, we need to talk. To a man, you guys don't think about it, but words do hold subliminal meanings for women, and those are trigger words. It's the equivalent of lighting the fuse on a dynamite stick. Now, I'm not saying co-parenting is going to be a walk in the park for you, but sometimes it feels like you're walking through a park that's on fire. Being 
being a dad is the only job where you get yelled at for doing too much and not doing enough often in the same day. But do not think I'll let them forget about you baby daddies who are absolute superheroes in this circus. You are trying to balance it all, juggling and navigating emotional minefields with the grace of a tightrope walker. In the world of co-parenting, diplomacy is the art of saying, I didn't mean that, while thinking, I totally meant that. Co-parenting is a crash course in negotiation skills, patience, and trying not to laugh when your child quotes one parent to the other. Remember, in this grand circus of co-parenting, you're actually the ringmaster and the drama is just part of the show. Now, many of you have been asking me what happened with Greece. You saw my posts out there, saw how amazing of a time my family and I had, but none of you got the full story of how she robbed my stepson of a lifetime experience. So I'll start at the top. Greece was planned a year in advance, a whole 365 days before the trip. I told my man that I know for a fact she won't let him go. She's going to shove a wedge between him and his brother and father and mark my words. And yep, that's exactly what she she did. No matter how nice and convenient or easy he tried to make it, she declined. She would not work with dad no matter what the circumstance was. And let me tell you, we did not ask for a dime. We did not ask for her to make any special accommodations. No one asked for any sacrifices on her part. We actually offered to not only fund the entire trip, but also to have dad fly to and from where the child was so that the child didn't have to travel alone. And lastly, to ensure that she felt comfortable, we offered to file the request with the judge. Dad got an agreement drafted up, spoke to her, and sent it over prior with prior approval, requested if there's anything that was disagreed upon that would be amended, and a copy would be provided back before court. There were no objections. Everything was okay. Here's the kicker, y'all. As soon as he was ready to file and set up the court date, she disagreed said he could not go and she would not agree in court. And so if you've heard any of my older episodes, we already know what dishonorable Judge Jean Reynolds is like, especially towards fathers. So without a doubt, dad was shafted and stepson missed out on a trip of a lifetime. The worst part about it was he knew we were going. He knew when we went and he expressed how sad that made him missing the trip. But BM is the only one to blame for this and in the future when the child asks why he was not allowed to go with his dad and brother on a vacation. Because right now, the answer he receives is because I said so. And at this age, those answers may cut it, but they certainly won't when children get older. Many of you are probably thinking, well, what the fuck? A judge wouldn't do that unless dad did something wrong. Let me share some fun stories with y'all. So for those of you that go through this, I know you believe me, but for those of you that may not have yet, or you do have a good judge, count your blessings because the details I'm about to share with you will blow your fucking mind. And don't get me wrong, I can share these because they're public knowledge. And the judiciary board got back to me about reviewing all of the cases I sent them to be looked at. 
But yeah, if you're ever bored, looking for something to do, or you're having a rough day with your co-parent or with court, visit therobingroom.com. Here is where you can get insight around all of the different crimes that these judges commit. I'm going to read you some of them simply from this year and maybe one or two from last year. I'm going to keep the identities of the people who posted these anonymous just because I don't have permission from them specifically to talk about this. But since it is a public forum, I am able to at least read the comments. Judge Jean Reynolds was biased and unprofessional. She yelled at me at my first court date. She let the defendant answer for me at the second court date. Then, after following her instructions and doing what was asked of me, she dismissed my case. How? Why is she a judge? She's making up her own rules and changes her mind rapidly. She completely disregarded my child. The second one. Men, fire your lawyer immediately if they allow your divorce case to go before Judge Reynolds. Her utter contempt for men and outright bias towards women will leave you speechless and penniless. You can decline the judge they appoint, so switch to any other judge. Judge Reynolds was the best divorce attorney my ex-wife ever had. She sided with her on all but one ruling, and that was only because my ex was caught in a horrendous lie. You'll not only wonder how anyone made her a judge, you'll lose all respect for the legal system. Number three, she has the worst combination of someone in a position of authority, biased, careless, and arrogant. She does not take time to read, understand the party's position as a neutral arbiter or even care to apply the law. She makes up her mind with her instinct, whether she will rule against you and does so even on the most minor of points. Misapplying procedural and substantial law in process. She must consider herself untouchable. She does real damage to people and their families. She simply should not be on the bench or in any position of authority. Number four, she appears to not follow the constitution, judicial canons, or laws. Her decisions harm children and men. She often removes one parent from the child's life without cause. She inflates non-custodial parents' payments above what they are able to pay and then jails them. This judge does not encourage co-parenting, joint custody, or what is best for the children. She chooses one side and then completely destroys the other side. Many children have not seen their father for years. This judge has also created a debtor's prison where a person who cannot pay whatever fees she has assigned to them, she will send to jail. She has destroyed many children and families in her years on the bench. This judge needs to be replaced with a judge who understands the Constitution and works for healing divorced families, not destruction. Children deserve to have both parents in their lives. Judge Reynolds must go. The next one is completely biased, unprofessional, disrespectful, and threatens when challenged. Her courtroom is a circus designed to grind out attorney's fees, claims to care about children, yet gave away my child education fund. She is a criminal. I think all of those say enough, and I only read five of them to you, but I am finally being heard. The Illinois State Bar Association has finally listened to what I've sent them about her criminal behaviors, as well as the Illinois Cook County Judiciary Committee. I do not plan to stop until she's either disbarred or cases are reheard. Justice for these children will be served one way or another. Therefore, it's only a matter of time before his BM and many others are back in front of a fair-ass judge who will see how malicious 
place these high conflict baby mamas really are. Doesn't it feel like high conflict baby mamas just have a sixth sense for knowing when you're having a peaceful day and decide, you know what? It's time to stir the pot. Well, bitches, these daddies and I are going to flip it and reverse it. Missy Elliott style. Thanks to me. And I have these dads finally fighting back. Let's talk about some success stories. I've been meeting with dads to help them with their court cases. And I heard back from a dad that I recently helped. He was actually able to take my advice and get his kids back. He hadn't seen his kids because she kept fighting and withholding. Since the line of communication was still open, I had him reach out to her. And with a few key things he said, she was quickly willing to let him see the kids. And since then, he has had them and he is now able to file for court without losing out on time with the kids and instead mom is now feeling what she made dad feel guess the shoe is on the other foot now huh let this be a lesson to UBMs that these dads are fucking strong as hell and they can and will win their kids back. So you just wait and watch because I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot to help them and nothing can stand in my way. So with that, I'm going to bring this solo episode to an end. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share with your fellow co-parents. And as always, keep navigating those co-parenting waters with grace humor and a little bit of style keep fighting for your babies and have a great night